It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. And I like that outfit, this black, wonderful outfit tonight. You, you like this? I it's like this nice. little necklace. Very, Thank you. Uh, very I, I, uh, appropriate for the night show. Oh, okay, good. I was oh, trying to look good la for la. you. <laughs> oh, la la. <laughs> oh, la la. So, we're going to talk a lot of love, dating, romance, everything on the show tonight. We got a lot of great uh, emails, calls to take. And, Simon, I wanted to ask you because uh, earlier today I found out you had a tragic sporting <laughs> injury. What happened to you today? Here's what happened. I mean, I, uh, I, you know, I play ping pong a lot, and uh, I forget my age, and I play against those, those youngsters, and uh, I get in the heat of the moment. The adrenaline is running and all this, and I twisted a bit my left ankle, pushing it, and I keep playing and playing. Not only did I hurt myself, silly, that I am, and two, I also lost a game to that uh, 18 years old young man. So this so, is the 18-year-old that, that you've been coaching, right? Is this the same kid? No, that's another one. No, oh, a no. different one. A different one. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, the student's getting better than the master. It's time to no, uh, move the, along. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. His name is Alec. The other guy is Vaughn. And so it's that's what happened. And I, you know, here we are. But I'm and here. And you lost. That's I lost. You, lost, you lost an ankle and you lost the game. Well, wow. Hopefully, <laughs> no, no, hopefully not the ankle, <laughs> but the game for sure. But it's normal. I mean, the younger people play it now better than I do. Well, so. that's hard to believe because you are like Forrest Gump. It's pretty amazing. Oh, so, nope. Thank you. So listen, we have so many emails to get to, Simon. So when we come back, let's just jump in and play mm -hmm. Date or, or dump. dump. That's right, where we read an email, somebody has a question, they've got some problems in their relationship, should they continue to date them or should mm -hmm. they dump them? We'll give our take when we come back on The Rendezvous. Hey, welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, it's time for us to play Date or, or dump. dump. That's right. We take emails all the time. Simonandangie.com. If you have a question for us that you need answered, we are here for you. So let's mm -hmm. get to it. This one comes to us from Noelle. She okay. says, hi, Angie and Simon. I love your show. I listen to your show almost every day. Almost every day. It should be every day. No. Um, I have a date or dump question. My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over eight months. I am in love with this man. We have so much in common. Uh, he's funny, smart, confident. I see my future with him. But mm -hmm. I'm not sure he's feeling the same way. So he's taking an annual trip to see his parents in another state with his kids. His parents live where I grew up, but he hasn't invited me on this trip. I feel that he's not wanting to introduce me to his family, although I have been hanging out with his kids many times. I feel he's not being true to his feelings, even though he said that he loves me and he's happy to be with me. So I've raised my concerns, told him that I've been hurt in the past, asked him to always be honest with me. I've been feeling sick every time I have thoughts of him breaking up with me. Is this a gut feeling that I should follow? Why do you think he's not asking her to go? Um, so she needs some help. Should she continue mm -hmm. to date him or dump? She's in love. I mean, uh, I would say to Noel that really um, I understand the concern. The fact that he's not bringing Noel to his parents shows he's not ready yet. It doesn't right. mean he doesn't love her. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean in the future he won't marry her. So, you know, of course, I get her feelings. It's only been six months. You know, they've been together. She's in love. Sometimes people take a whole year before they introduce you to their parents. The good thing is, introduce you, Noel, to his kids. And that's more important than his parents at the end. So that's who you're going to live with, his kids. You know mm -hmm. his kids, you know his parents, say, say, be patient, keep dating. Angie, what do you say? 
I agree with you, Simon. I think you should continue to date as well. Um, he, She has met the kids. That's a huge mm-hmm. step. Who knows what his family dynamic is like? It's, it's nerve-wracking enough to introduce the person you're dating to your children, let alone who knows what kind of relationship he has with, with his parents. They might be, you know, who knows what's going on there. So I, I mean, would also make sure that he is at least discussing her with his parents so that mm-hmm. down the line they're comfortable with the idea of her coming around next time. But I, I agree with you, but you know, I take you as an example and a great example. There is nobody more important in your life than Hannah, your daughter. Right. You know, so whoever, of course you married and all this, but let's say you're a single mom. I mm-hmm. know that the most important factor human being in your life is your daughter. That's if true. a man has met officially your daughter and all this, that means you really want to do something with him. Do you think that maybe her concerns are more uh, her past trust issues, which she mentioned in this email? She said she's been hurt in the past, and maybe that's why she's so nervous. She's not really seeing it for what it is. I I, I agree with you. I think her intuition rings of some insecurity. Also, maybe, you know, the fact that she feels not included feels rejected. But Mm -hmm. when you're not included, in my book, it doesn't mean automatically you are rejected. Right. It's not yet your time. I mean, give it some time. It's only six months. I mean, my family is so crazy. I I waited as long as I possibly could (laughs) with my husband because sometimes families can be a big turnoff when you're dating somebody. If if you have an embarrassing family, if they're rude or loud or obnoxious or whatever it is. And I didn't want anything to taint what he thought about me. I had to make sure he was all the way in love. So then I could be like, (laughs) "Here's, here's the crazies. How long did you wait? Um, I think we were together maybe about six months, and the only reason it came that quickly is because it was the holidays, my family's out of town, and I okay. wanted him to be with me on the holiday. So, okay. you know, but, but, it, but uh, if, I would have waited wait... longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we both agree on this one. Yeah, I think Keep for dating. sure. Yes, Noel, continue to date. And uh, also just, yes, there you go. There's the bell. Continue to date (laughs) and continue to communicate. You know, let him know what you're thinking as well. You know, let him know what your insecurities are. Absolutely. Right on. Okay. Thank you for the email, Noelle. And like I said, if you want to email us anytime, simonandangie.com. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just had an email from Noelle talking about how her boyfriend isn't taking her to meet the parents on this trip that he's going mm-hmm. on. She's a little mm-hmm. bit bummed out about it. I'm curious, Simon, mm-hmm. have you ever brought a girlfriend to meet your family? I mean, you your family is like this old school French family, very esteemed yeah. family. I, I would imagine that would be very nerve wracking you know for it anybody. Is. <laughs> It is. Even though my parents, especially my mom, is easygoing. My dad is, you know, an older gentleman. Uh, but I have, of course, introduced a, a few of my ex-girlfriends to them. The thing is, there is the time, okay? My father, if you don't show up at 1 o'clock shop for lunch, you're not eating. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend or no girlfriend. So nobody understands why I'm so nervous when it's like 12.54 and I'm parking the car. What, why are you so, you know, in the rush? Because I know my dad. Right. He will say, thank you. You know, you eat us you at dinner. And yeah. the other, yeah, for real, and that's, that's why hilarious. always on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, my parents are very involved in politics, culture, and all this. And what happens? I remember a story when I had this this girlfriend from from America, and it was probably twenty four. She was twenty two, and my father would suddenly ask her political questions about the American politics. Or oh the con- my god! And so she said to me, it was a joke in Paris. If you if you date Simon, you meet his parents. You got to read the, the the Wall Street Journal. You got to prepare because. 
you know, that my father is very like asking you questions because he thinks you know everything, like you know, automatically. Right, right. So that that was like what it was with my parents. So I'd be nervous, like I'd have to read a whole, like I'd have to go take a poli sci class at college <laughs> to to like prepare myself to meet your family. And and, um, and they expect you to speak French. Uh, oh wow! But, yeah, Even yeah, if you a, a little. A, a little, little bit to try, so my, to, try to try at least. Yes. As a courtesy for my father and my mom speaks English fluently, so exactly. Well, I want to talk helps. more about uh, meeting your family in particular because I find that really interesting. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm nervous myself to meet your parents, and I'm not even dating <laughs> you. But let's talk about meeting the parents when we come back on the Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about dating and what it's like to meet the parents, that whole struggle. I mean, it's it can be very tough on all sides. And yep. Simon, I was talking about you bringing home women to meet your parents. This is amazing family, esteemed French family, old school. And you said <laughs> it's been nerve-wracking at times. <laughs> I love the stories you tell. I, yeah, there's a story I got to tell you. This one, I, I was in love with that woman for three or four years back in 1988 to let's say 92, 93. And my father, who liked her a lot, he loves to bicycle, but she yeah. didn't. And he took it for granted that my girlfriend would go for 10, 15, 20 miles of bicycle with him because he didn't want to bicycle alone. And she would never say no. And then she was, he was very fast. And I remember she would say, oh, my God, your father, am I going to have to bicycle? You know it. So that was known that if you went to the country place we had, my father, thinking it was a nice thing to do, would say, hey, come on, Jennifer, come, let's go bicycle together. That I would remember forever. <laughs> Every single weekend she did 20 miles. That was so sweet. That was so sweet that she would do it and not complain, thinking, oh, maybe we're going to take this nice leisurely stroll. And then she realized she's in Tour de France with Armstrong leading the way, and she's trying to keep up with your dad. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And he would tell us stories about France and this church. He was was very cool about that, you know, telling her, sharing stories. But he was intense. That's very nice, though. No breaks. Yeah, my father is super cool like that, but he thinks what he likes, you like. Well, and a lot of times we have to pretend that we do just to make sure that the parents (laughs) like us, smooth things over. And who knows? Maybe she became an avid cyclist because of your father. Maybe she took it up and she loved it after that. I should check with her now. You're right. I wonder. Yeah, you should check with her. I will. And and I'll let you know that. I'll check for tomorrow. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, listen, we're going to take some calls. The phone lines are ringing 855-905-8255. Let's see what's up with our listeners when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we were just doing date or dump where Noelle's boyfriend Mm -hmm. doesn't want to introduce her parents or doesn't want to introduce her to his parents, even though they've been together for six months. Mm -hmm. And the the phones are blowing up about this. So let's go to the phones right now. Somebody that wants to comment from St. Louis, Missouri. Say hello to Naomi. Hey, Naomi. Hey, Naomi. Bonjour. Hi, Hi. Hi. How are you? We're Good. great. How are you, Naomi? You have something to say about this call or this this uh, comment about this topic? Yes. Well, I kind of have my own story that's sort of about what hap- what Noelle is talking about. Mm-hmm. So I recently met my boyfriend's parents for the first time, and we went out to dinner. I thought it went really, really well, um, but my boyfriend told me that his mom didn't like me and thought that I was rude. <sighs> Um, I had to answer a couple work texts during dinner, um, but I tried to be, like, really discreet and really fast. Um, I didn't even think anybody noticed. Mm. Um, but now my boyfriend is like, my mom thinks you're a rude person, and he wants me to apologize. 
see, Naomi, here's the thing. And Simon, tell me if you agree. Mm-hmm. If Did you know ahead of time that you were going to be getting all these texts from work that you would have to take at some point? My, my job is like I'm always getting messages. Okay, so this what I would have done, and I mean, I can tell you now in hindsight what you should have done, um, and maybe why she's a little angry. But if you know that you have your, you know, your job is demanding, you're going to be getting texts that you have to answer at all times, day or night. It might have been a good heads up um, before you sat down to say, "Listen, I have to have my phone with me." The people at work are crazy. They text me all the time, and if I don't write back right away, they get so mad. So please don't think I'm rude if I have to respond to a text because when you're hiding the phone and thinking nobody's noticing, trust me, people are going to notice, and that is maybe what rubbed her the wrong way. Simon, do you agree with that? I I agree. I agree, Naomi. I think that um, it's very important to have a great relationship, if possible, with the parents of your boyfriend if you're really into him. And so what's wrong with apologizing? I think it's wonderful. I would do in a handwritten note uh, so it's more personal, uh, more thoughtful, and uh, and then uh, next time, follow Sanji's advice. Uh, I'm old school too, so I don't like you know um, stuff like that happening. So I think we could totally apologize, totally with a handwritten note, a card, and then I think it'd be all good. I think it's yeah. not the end of the world. And I, and I think like, I like this... the card idea. That's like a lot less awkward than having to call her to tell exactly. her exactly he exactly yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then you also you know you don't even have to say that your boyfriend tipped you off because then, you know, mom might be thinking you guys are all talking and she might be embarrassed too. And a lot of times, honestly, um, parents, they don't understand how demanding our jobs are anymore and that they can reach us at all hours of the day. That's not what they're used to. Um, and and I would just say, hey, I'm really sorry. Um, I realized after I left that I probably came off you know, not the right way, and I just wanted to apologize. And the next time you go over there, bring a bottle of wine, bring some dessert, bring something nice. Some flowers. Bring yes. some flowers for his mother. Yep. But I would I would not insist on the text. I would say, I'm so happy we met. Um, sorry it worked into a little bit. It's, you know, such a great conversation. I look forward to, to meeting you more. Uh, you know, it was a wonderful time, something like this. And, and so, also, your boyfriend's got to stick up for you a little bit and be like, you know what? She she has the most demanding job. They text her all the time. But what what Simon said, the note, the apology, a handwritten note, a handwritten yeah. note. I think okay. that yeah, definitely apology takes some and of the, the flowers weird. next time mm-hmm. you see her. I mean, For every sure. mom in the world, every woman in the world loves to get flowers. We so love that it. will go a long way. Okay, thank you guys. I think that's good advice. That's a lot. That it's a lot easier to swallow than what I was thinking I had to do. No, no, cool. no, no, no. It's not the end of the world. It's just like sometimes it gets off to a rocky start. But she'll see the real you, Naomi, okay? Awesome. Thank you, Andy. I'm so glad you're on the show now. Oh, thank you so much. We all are. I'm happy to be here. I'm loving it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. All right. We're answering your emails. More emails coming up next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can reach us anytime online, simonandangie.com. We'll take mm-hmm. emails if you need some advice, love, dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel and myself here to help you out with whatever that service. is. Yeah, so service. Let, let's do that. Let's go to the email. We have Jerry from Detroit, Michigan, who wrote in and said, Hey, guys, I had a little problem on my date last night. I picked up this beautiful girl. I'd been talking to her online, and on our way to the restaurant, my car broke down. It was super embarrassing. I actually had to call a tow truck and get it towed. She called an Uber and left. 
I sent her a text apologizing. She said it was okay and that maybe it just wasn't meant to be. But I want to take her out on a real date, and I don't even know if I should bother asking. It sounds like she was really kind of annoyed by the whole scenario and said forget it. So what do you guys think? He wants to know if he should, how he should ask her out again. Oh, I think, Jerry, you should totally do it again. I think that who doesn't there doesn't live. I, listen, it's life. It's I, I don't think it's against her. I don't think it's just such a, I mean, either rude or disrespectful. It's c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Things like this happen. You don't want to give up on a great, great person because your car broke down or because she, I don't know, took a Uber. No, don't you think? I think that she should. you should definitely pursue her. Well, I mean, yeah, what's the worst she can say is no, I guess. But at the same time, you know, things do happen. This is life. Cars break down, and it it sucks that it happened on that first date. But I would just say, hey, can we try this again? I promise the car won't break down this time. Um, you know, I really I really liked you, and, and I wish we could have had our date. And let's give it another shot. Imagine if it breaks down again. I mean, that would be funny. That, that would be funny. And... Uh- then almost like you have to go out on another date with him because at this point it's comedy. <laughs> if it does exactly, it twice. exactly. So you got nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. Ask her out again. Hopefully she'll go out with you again. Um, yes. Maybe you maybe you could take an Uber to pick her up to ensure that you don't have any more car problems. That's a good idea, Angie. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Good That's luck good. to you, Jerry. All right, All right. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. Good luck. More of the rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So that Simon, that uh, last email we had about the guy mm-hmm. whose car broke down made me think about, you know, there's, sometimes there's things that happen on dates that are beyond your control. Right. Um, you know, like cars break down. Uh, you know, your toilet backs up. I don't know, like crazy things. <laughs> I was, and I was on a date with a guy one time. We were at this bar. They were playing like the, you know how they have trivia in the bar sometimes, and he was mm-hmm. kind of playing alone along mm-hmm. with everybody in the bar. And it got to the point where he lost, and he thought that the question was like, "Oh, but I did answer it." It was he got in a humongous fight with the guy that was running the trivia. I was so embarrassed over really? something so stupid, like this competitive nature came out, and it was a glimpse into. I don't know how he would handle problems or a glimpse into his temper. And that was the very yeah. last date we went on. You know I just what? think that's a bad sign. That, exactly. You just had a, what do you call it, a glimpse of yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. 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 On. He was showing me his true colors when he probably didn't mean to. But sometimes people's Although, competitive nature comes out. I have I have a question about, about uh, something that's happened to me on a date and mm-hmm. uh, the girl took it badly. I went on a date. I forgot my wallet. Okay. We're in a very expensive restaurant. Oh, yeah. And she really thought, really, that, you know, it was a way for me either not to pay or have her pay first. And what would you think if that would happen to you? You know, you, it's the first date. You go to one of the best but most expensive restaurants in town. The guy doesn't have his wallet on him. I feel like you would know if you've had a whole dinner with that guy, the type of guy that would do that. And you're not that type. You know, I would just know it. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's a mistake. Things happen. Let's do it again. And you owe me an even better dinner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I had to go and back home get the wallet. That's, that's oh, what happened. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Well, at least they didn't make you go in the back and start washing dishes to make up for your meal. That would have been worse. <laughs> I, oh, I could have done it, though. No, you would not do that. I do not see you doing that. Hey, listen, Simon, there are some people that need some advice from you. When Mm -hmm. we come back, I have some advice uh, that is needed by, mm, I won't tell you the whole story right now, but let's play (laughs) Bonjour, Simon Marcel, when we return on The Rendezvous. 
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can email us anytime, simonandangie.com, if you need advice on love, dating, relationships. And a lot of people want some serious advice from our French romance expert, Simon Marcel. Thank you very much. And yours too, Angie. You have a great common sense. I call you Miss Reality. Miss Reality, yes. But you have this very romantic side to you, Simon. Well, you are Captain Romance. So listen, this is Bonjour Simon Marcel. It comes Mm -hmm. to us from Kenya, from Philly. She says, Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Kenya. She said, I met this guy. We've been on one date, which was really great, but he just asked me to go to his place for our second date. He said he wants to make me dinner, which is nice, but I can't help but think he might be trying to get me into his place just to get me into his bed. What (laughs) do you think? Do you think, Simon, a second date is a little too soon to ask someone for the, you know, dinner at my house type date? Because I feel like that's kind of usually where it leads. (laughs) I just, this is funny. I, Kenya, I think that it's it's not too soon or too late or too early. It's how you feel. You don't right. feel it. You emailed us. I said don't do it. The fact that you emailed Angie and I and asking me about this, I just think you're not ready for that. I don't I don't think it's what, you know, of course, every man who starts to be attracted by, you know, his new date wants to the ooh-la-la at one point. And then always the sooner the better in the mind of a man. But you decide <laughs> when, you decide where, and you decide everything. So yeah. I think it's totally cool to refuse and keep on, you know, seeing him outside of his uh, condo or house. And when you're ready, you do it. I don't think right. it's against you either. Angie, what do you say? No, I mean, it's, I think it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you're ready for that, ooh la la, yeah. that might happen, then go for it. If you're not and you don't want to be in that awkward situation where it gets to that point, then definitely, you know, you do like him. So I would suggest maybe you go somewhere else on another date. Maybe you can think of the place to go this time um, since, you know, he gave a suggestion that you're not cool with. It would be like, hey, you know, I I think that's a great idea. I can't wait for you to make me dinner one day. But Mm -hmm. there's this other place that I really want to go to. I think we'll have fun or this other restaurant I want to try or something else. You know, I would try to try to, you know, keep it out of somebody's home as long as you are comfortable, because once you're there, I do think that that naturally is part of the equation. It comes up. Not that you're obligated to if you're there, but I feel like, you know, Netflix and chill make you dinner and chill. The and chill is the and ooh la la. Let's lay down. <laughs> yes, exactly. Follow your intuition. Angie, mm-hmm. every time some, you know, especially women, just follow your intuition. You don't feel it, you don't do it. And I have Simple. to say, it, I do think it's really sweet that he wants to cook for her, though. Because um, I don't know a lot of guys that are like, hey, I'm going to make you dinner and I'm going to cook. He, he's also doing it because he wants to uh, the chill. He wants dinner yeah, and chill. Yeah, he does. He so does. Every, every man knows that, that one. It's a recipe for, for uh, love and make love. You know, the recipe is you make the dinner and then you might, you know, get lucky. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And you're, you're also, right? you know, if you get to the point where you do want to have the ooh la la, at least you know in the future that he's capable of cooking. Absolutely. Who knows? Maybe he was just going to make her some Easy Mac, though, and then be like, okay, Easy Mac and ooh-la-la, let's go. pizza. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or order in pizza. Like, wait, I thought you said you were going to make this. (laughs) What's going on? Does it always mean, do you think, Simon, does it always mean when a man invites you to his home? Is that the assumption that we should make, that there's an expectation of some ooh-la-la coming down? It's not an expectation. It's a it's a desire that he wants to make out with you. He wants to kiss you. He wants intimacy. What's the point of being home? Being in cozy, 
intimacy and privacy. Privacy. In which, in privacy. So, you know, I think it's okay. I think if, but really, if, and that's why I, I believe in women that this magic thing. Intuition. You, yeah, mm-hmm. intuition. Always, always. And nothing bad will happen to you if you follow your intuition. You don't feel it, don't do it. But man wants to, you know, the make yeah. love and, and all at that. At the house. At the house. At, yeah. I, I just say wait till you know him well enough, too, because it, that makes me a little bit nervous just going into somebody's home that you have only been on one date with. So, Would you agree, Angie, that it, it's sometimes even three weeks later, if you're still nervous, don't do it. It doesn't matter how no. long. It matters no, exactly. how you feel. Exactly. Trust yourself. Trust your instincts. Trust your body. Trust your brain, your intuition, all of that. So good yes. luck, Kenya. Uh, yeah, just maybe chance. Suggest another place, and we wish you all the best. Absolutely. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie coming up. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can reach us anytime, 855-905-8255. Our phone lines are open in the Mm -hmm. ooh-la-la studios. Talking about (laughs) love and dating and romance with you, Simon Marcel. And with you, la belle Angie Taylor. Ah, yes. You know what we're going to do? We're going to call out one of our bosses right now at the company. Are we? Yes, we are, because (laughs) this story is too good. And I think we told him when he told us this story that it was going to be on the air at some point. So hopefully he's not too shocked by it. Um, So (laughs) we have one of our bosses who should remain nameless, um, Mm -hmm. but he knows who he is and I know he listens. So hello to you. Um, But this is all about (laughs) holding grudges when you're in a relationship with somebody. Are you somebody that holds grudges, Simon? I don't see you as that type. No, that's not my type. No, I don't hold grudges very long. I can't stand when people hold grudges. I don't like the silent treatment. I don't like when you keep bringing something up from the past a million times. I, I can't stand it. And yeah. I, I don't like uh, feeling like I'm never winning in a relationship. But anyway, um, <laughs> holding grudges. So this boss of ours told us a story. He has not bought his wife a gift for <laughs> anything. I'm talking birthday, anniversary, you name it. He has not bought her a gift for over 20 years, because one year, a long time ago on her birthday, she bought herself a gift from him, and he got upset about it. So True story. He, I remember he, now. He still has not got her a gift, and I was in shock. We, I think we were all in shock. All in shock. I remember now exactly who it is and what yes. are you referring to. Yes. Yes. Uh, it starts boss. with a B and ends with an <laughs> L. So listen, I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk more about holding grudges in relationships. Are you currently holding a grudge right now? What it is? It, what is it about? What are? What is somebody holding a grudge on you for? Let's mm-hmm. figure that out when we come back on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about holding grudges in relationships. Told yep. the story about our one of our bosses who hasn't bought his wife. A gift in over 20 years because once on her birthday, she bought herself something from him and he got super irritated about it. Like she kind of stole his thunder. (laughs) But man, that's a long time to hold a grudge. And I would be so mad if I hadn't gotten a gift from my husband in that long. Now, tell me if it was you. Okay, now let's say you, his wife. Yeah. Tell me exactly how he would go down. If if he was still holding the grudge? Yeah. So it's your husband. Yeah. It's, you're 21. Right. And so what do you say to him? I, you know what? I would apologize for stealing his thunder in the first place. I'm sorry I did that. I should have left it up to you to get me a gift. Maybe he gives awful gifts. Maybe he gave her like a handheld vacuum one time and she's like, forget it. I don't want to get this again. So she bought herself something. But 
I would apologize. And the first time he didn't buy me a gift, we would have a big talk about it because <laughs> I love getting gifts no matter what it is. Um, I would also drop hints a lot. I think I don't know if she's dropping any hints or if she's cool with not getting any gifts. I mean, it's been 20 years. It must not be a problem anymore. But what, what a surprise it would be if he just showed up one day with an amazing gift for her out of the blue and apologized for for all the, the the balls that he dropped over the years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think he should. If you know, I know he's going to listen to this. I yeah. think you and I agree that you know you know who you are. You yes. Have to, you have to let go of that grudge. Just yes. like the Hawaiian shirts, all of that has to change. Oh my and, God! Right? No, you did. <laughs> yeah, and now we have to really yeah. you know. It's time it should to... be a big one, too. It should be like a car money bag. Just give her a big one because you owe her yes. a few gifts. Yes, yes, Angie. Yes, let's <laughs> save them. I agree. Okay, our phone lines are open. People are calling now. They want to talk about their grudges, too. <laughs> 855-905-8255. We'll get to the phones when we come back on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are going to take some advice right now. Our phone lines are open, or we're going to give some advice, yes. not take some advice. Mm-hmm. Our phone number, 855-905-8255 if you need advice. But let's go to the line right now uh, in Joliet, Illinois. Say hello to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Bonjour. Hello. Rick, what's up? Well, um, not much. Uh, I guess I'm calling my girlfriend and i we recently broke up and i'm uh looking for uh some advice i guess okay mm-hmm. we're here yes um so basically uh she dumped me she said i was not romantic enough for her and Uh-oh. you know i i try my best i uh she wanted though literally uh flowers roses love letters cards she wanted something like that every day and i know it sounds like an exaggeration but she really did i would send her text messages every day, um, you know, calling, you know, calling her beautiful, saying that I loved her, all that sort of stuff. But it just wasn't good enough. Like she really wanted a grand gesture every day. And I I don't get it. I can't, I, I, I'm not like that. My friends, they're all in long-term relationships and none of them do that. And they're all happy and their partners are happy. So I don't get how I'm just not like that, you know? Simon, you're Captain Romance here. We have the French romance expert. What do you say to Rick about that? I mean, Rick, I mean, so I'm going to reverse the role a little bit about why it's important to be romantic. Okay, think of your mother for a second, okay, Rick? Yeah. Just for a second. We're going to think about all the mothers, yours and mine. And let's think you would advise a man who wants to go out with your mother, okay? Would you tell him to just go for it or would you tell him, when it comes to her, she deserves the flowers, the cards, the attention, the kindness. And by the way, you will open the door and when she gets out of the car. You will make sure that you help her with a coat on her shoulders. What? How would you address the romantic questions if it was a man asking you how to date your mother? Well, I mean, like, first of all, no man's going to ever be good enough for my mom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean... I guess I guess that's what would I I guess that's what I would want for her. But in reality, I think right. I, I, I might know that that's really tough to do. Even if I would it's want not. that for you know, well, I, Simon, I gotta say, like it sounds excessive a little bit. I believe in daily romance in any little way, like a text message of "You're beautiful," like Rick said he does. I think that's great, but. For flowers and handwritten cards every single day, I feel like that's unrealistic. And at some point, I would also feel like it was just gratuitous, and he's doing it because he has to, and not really there's any meaning behind it anymore. 
Yeah, like she wanted, you know, it was it was something kind of kind of a grand gesture every day, like flowers every day, love letter every day, not like, you know, you know, sweet text messages. And listen, I was I'm very I was very expressive with her when we were together. I was I would, you know, tell her how beautiful she was looking and hold the car door open or whatever yeah. door open for and all that sort of stuff. I tried you sound to like a great guy, sort of stuff, but yeah, it sounds really like a great wanted, catch. You know, the grandiose thing. Simon, I don't know. I think she's asking a little too much. I think she's being unreasonable. He sounds like he's showing love every day in different ways, okay, and so that's amazing. Here's my insight. Through what she's asking you, she's asking you something else, and she's asking you for more attention every day. I there think you she, go. So that's there the, you go. That's where it's lost in, in translation. In different ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But what she's she, asking you, Rick, through that grandiose is how much she needs attention, mm-hmm. loving I, I agree with Angie and you. It's a bit exaggerated looking back, but I just feel what she's not saying to you because she does. She feels maybe like that she needs more attention, more love, more caring. Yeah, at the bottom TLC. of it all, I think that's what it is too. The famous TLC, and, and but, you might, you know, you might want to give it to her or not. That's up to you. But yeah. that's really what she's saying. I can, I can agree with that, Rick. What do you think about that? I mean, I guess I can try. Uh, you know, it might be tough to keep up with, but well, maybe it's something that we can certainly talk about. And, and we're not saying you, bouquets every day, but maybe yeah. go to her and say, you know what? I think there's more to what you're telling me than a bouquet of roses every day. Let's talk about what you really want and really yeah. try to like pull yes. out of her what she needs. That in itself will show that you care enough to really dig deep and find out what the real reason is. She'll love you for that. Absolutely, yeah. Angie. It's all about this conversation. She's mm-hmm. She's using that to have this conversation about what she really wants out of you. And what she misses in life, it's not the grand bouquet, it's not the cards every day, it's, I would say, TLC. But we'll see if I'm right or wrong in, in what Angie's saying. So let's uh, let's give it a chance to talk, and, and I would have a conversation. What's the unspoken? Good luck, Rick. Thanks, guys. Hey, Angie, dig that you're on the show, by the way. I yeah. dig that you're listening to the show, by the way. Thank you <laughs> yeah, so much, sure. Rick. I dig both of you. Both of you. I dig it. Thank you for thank listening. You, Rick. Yeah, thank you for listening to The Rendezvous, and we'll have more when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Amazing evening in the Ooh La La studio with you, Simon Marcel. <laughs> Always with you, Angie Taylor. Every night, it's something <laughs> yes. else with you. Every night. I know. That's what my husband says. Every night, it's something <laughs> else with you. He says that's... it in a different tone than you say it, though. I, I was going to say that. I know he yeah. listens to us, too, so let's not. Uh... Oh, hi. Hi, Jason. <laughs> Jason. So, uh, yeah. All good. We talk- All good. We talked about meeting the parents tonight when you're dating somebody. That's tough. Uh, Things that can go wrong on dates, cars breaking down, and then holding grudges in relationships as it pertained to our boss who has not bought his wife a gift in so long. And I don't get it, but you have a good Simon Says about gifts. Yeah, you know, thanks, Angie. I just said, you know, giving a gift is an expression of how you feel. It's an expression of your love. It's an expression Mm. of love. Giving a gift is a beautiful expression of love. Not giving a gift... Yeah. I let you finish the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so thoughtful. I love to know that somebody was thinking about me and they picked something out with me in mind, what I would love. It's the greatest. Just, just the way we feel when we kids, we still feel like this was an adult. If you don't yeah. give a gift to your kids, small or big, and nothing at all for their birthday, you break their heart. If you give nothing to your wife for her birthday, you broke her heart one more year. And really, that has to stop. Wow, that's 20 years of brokenheartedness. That's real yeah. sad. You better that, fix that. ASAP this year (laughs) yes and see now you have to listen to the rendezvous so we can reignite this romance in your life okay absolutely that's what we do 
That's what we do. And thank you for listening to us tonight. Make sure you check out simonandangie.com if you want to send emails, uh, if you need some love advice. All of our podcasts are up there. Anything you might have missed on the show or previous shows with Simon and I. And also, Simon, on the FYI channel. Your in, bed with, in bed with Simon, if you want to know, you know what's going on in public in my other life, <laughs> watch it all of there. In bed with Simon on simonandangie.com. Plenty to watch there, actually. Yes, yes. Giving advice on a bed in public. It's awesome, and you'll love the show. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for being with us. This is The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.